And this episode of Hatrick Hockey is brought to you by our good friends over at Clarou and Son Roofing. These guys are the kings of roofing, Tristan, like we say, the kings of roofing. These guys last summer alone, over 25,000 bundles of shingles done. They're fully insured. They offer free estimates. The work they do is incredible, and they always get the job done right the first time. So be sure to hit up the boys over at Clarou and Son Roofing because, like we always say, when you want your roof done, call Clarou and Son, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't And what is going on, everybody out there? All of you buttes and beauties. It is episode number 138 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. If you like my hoodie, Tristan's shirt there, even that hat, smash the link on the post. It'll bring you right into the store where you can collect all your sweet HGH merch. Yes, Tristan, I know you gave me the look on the hat, but the hat is at the same place. Which it is. is. Accurate, Accurate creations. creations. Oh, just when you thought I was dash one, I'm still even. And here, as always, inside Windsor Laser Cutting Studios, my boy Tristan, inside Barker Builds. What's up, brother? Not much. I'm uh, happy to be uh, done school for the summer. Wrote my last exam a few days ago. So yeah. it's uh, Rest easy. Now I'm going to be uh, back to work for the summer, so that'll be good. Get some afternoons off, you know, hang out with some buddies and make some good memories. But uh, aside from that, watching Stanley Cup playoffs, which this year, fantastic action. No sweeps in the first round, which it's very nice to see. So That is beauty. Yeah, man, we've been, damn here, we've been like super busy. Ethan's on the ice now. Mm -hmm. So he went over his first time, so I'm pretty excited about that. He did, uh, honestly, way better than I thought he was going to. I just thought he was going to, like, lay around, you know, how kids are, right? But he was like, no, I told him. I'm like, if you go out there, buddy, like, try. If you fall down, get back up. Like, they're going to show you how to get up. They're going to show you everything. Mm -hmm. So he was out there, and, yeah, and he was falling. He was getting back up. He was still, by, by the end, he was, like, moving around a little bit. And that was the first time he was out there. That's awesome. I'm hoping he keeps going because we're hoping to be playing hockey in the fall here. So yep. I'm going to get him on the ice all summer. It's like he's going to skate in this camp till like June. Good till for like, him. That's awesome. Like Mid June. So, yep. Yeah. Work on it when you're young. Like your brain is, your brain is um like gelatin, right? It's, dude, it's very this, moldable, especially is, to motor skills. Yeah. So that's good. You teach him young. Yeah. He is insanely smart too. So you well, oh, yeah. you obviously been around him. So. He's a sharp ticket. Yep. Yeah. He's way smarter than me already. So oh, yeah. that's good for him. But a little bit of local hockey here. Leamington Flyers headed yes. to the Sutherland Cup final. Mm-hmm. Congratulations oh. to them. They're they they're were, really good. And in that do or die game, I think they were down two or three goals and came they back. They were down two nothing going into the third and they scored five unanswered. Jeez. Dale Mitchell's yeah. got them firing in on the road. I believe it's yeah. Hamilton in Hamilton yeah. on the road. Yeah. And I'll say this in that round Robin, it's weird. Cause it was three teams. So only two make it, uh, obviously the two with the best record and that was a must win. But, mm-hmm. um, the weirdest part of it all is, uh, the team didn't, I don't think they lost at all. Um, Stratford or no, sorry. That's what it was. Everybody beat everybody. That's why that last game had to be played. 
Yeah. Because it's supposed to be the people with the best record, but everyone was, I think, Stratford was two and one, and then uh, both Hamilton and Leamington were one and two because they beat the one team but lost to the other. So it's a weird kind of carousel, but in the end, uh, they push it out over Hamilton. And let me tell you, the Flyers, if anyone wants to watch some good hockey, go watch Junior B. Holy yeah. smokes. I'm telling you, like, I last year I watched um, Leamington Flyers in the playoffs versus Chatham. That was good hockey. It doesn't touch this. It's no offense to the guys who played last year, but holy smokes, yeah. it's a different level. I was watching Leamington versus Stratford the other day. They lost two to one, but um, it was fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Like Leamington controlled play. Stratford, uh, I actually know their goaltender, um, uh, Owen Wilmore. Um, he's a third goaltender for the London Knights. So. I know him. I recognized him. I'm like, he's wearing London Knights pads. And then I look and I'm like, oh, this guy played OHL games. So they got an OHL goalie. He's really good. Um, Bryce Walcarius, though, he's been really good for Leamington as well. Uh, same with Bo Porosky. Interested to see who they'll start mm-hmm. in the final. Walcarius has been good. porosky has got the pedigree. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, uh, those, in any sense, it's going to be a great finals. Those two brothers are lighting it up too, eh? Holy smokes. Ryan and Connor McPherson are yeah. like they're lighting it up. <laughs> they're yin and yang. Like one is a purebred goal scoring machine, Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then or wait, now I'm now he's mixing them up. No, that's right. Their their names look like the opposite. <laughs> that's what it is. So um yeah, Ryan, I believe he yeah, he's the darker haired one. Uh where's number rocks number eight? He is one fast skater and he's a centerman two-way center like really really good defensively i believe he won defensive player of the year as a matter of fact mm-hmm. like just fantastic and then the other's a goal scorer so it's like this perfect balance on that line and then you got a um 2003 birthday their captain gabriel piccolo holy smokes mm-hmm. gabe piccolo it's nasty it's nasty so they're and their decor like they got they got a big strong decor oh boy they got the mckibben boy yeah, he'll mess you up big reverse hitter but uh yeah, good hockey. If anyone wants, like, uh, the schedule is already posted online. Yeah. Uh, I believe the first game. I think it's Friday. It's... No, it's, it's up it is... on our Facebook page. It's, it's on the road on Friday because they yeah. don't have home ice, I don't think. I oh, think no, I just mean the first game of, or right. the, first yeah. Game of yeah, the series Yeah, I believe Leamington's first game will be Sunday. Yes. Sunday and then the Thursday of the following week. So, Everyone come and check them out. Really, really good hockey. Like it's pushing mm-hmm. OHL because these guys are like top of the top of the like they're they're cut from a different cloth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also, another local team, Lakeshore, one went away from another Smalls Cup appearance. Yep. So they're just well, possibly, walking. possibly in the in the Smalls Cup tournament. But still, you're tournament. going to the you're going to the Smalls Cup. Right. Yeah. No, they're um. Very successful. Uh, I think that beating Essex so handily um, gave them a shot in the arm, and now they're blowing past Tensford. Yeah. Uh, generally, and I don't want to like put any shade on those teams at all, but um, generally our division's pretty good. In the other divisions, it's kind of one or two teams will really, really run it, and then the rest are kind of – they suffer. But um, in this case, Tensford, I think they were the third seed from their own division, so they upset – a couple teams in their playoff run. 
mm-hmm. uh, in order to get where they are now. So props to them. Unfortunately, it it's not going to be enough. Lakeshore is blowing past them every game. I think the scores have been like five to one, five to two. So it's pretty Marco's handy. Sure, so. too, man. Yeah. Well, Marco score a goal already. Holy Mar- crap. <laughs> Marco, Marco Schladoya and Eric Bissell, like yeah. they're, they're really, really good. Even their All secondary the big- scoring, like Kyle Walker. Yeah. Kyle Walker is nasty. You want to talk about All the big boys are clicking there right now. Yep. And is... their goalie, uh, Nick, Nick Bolton and, um, Romano Liberti. They're both doing like stellar jobs in net. Great tandem there. Like, there's real no clear cut starter. I want to say Bolton's played more games and he has more like shutouts and stuff. But at the same point, um, both has had equal opportunity to demonstrate why they should be the starter, and both of them can fill that role. So good for those guys. Man, I'm I'm thinking they have a good shot to do it again. They we'll see. Good, uh, the Clarington Eagles are currently 15 and 0 in the playoffs. Oh, so. wow. So, they'll, I can't wait till those two meet then. Yeah, Hopefully it's a it's rivalry. Last year, it was 2 to 1 in the final versus Clarington for Leamington and OT. So, they're, they know each other well. Man, hopefully it's live streamed. It'd be yep. nice to watch the games. Yeah, I know. Lakeshore. That was it was live streamed, I believe. I remember watching Lakeshore beat uh Clarington overtime. Uh it was I think hockey TV or something like that. PJHL yeah. has an associate, but um yeah, it's I, I think they're gonna have a fan bus. So if there's any listeners who are Lakeshore fans, uh check that out. You know, support the Lakeshore Canadians. Obviously, like mm-hmm. we're a home team with the 73s, but at the same point, uh we still want to show our respects to the Lakeshore organization and They've uh, like allowed us to interview their players and uh, ultimately be associated with their organization. So we're great, very grateful for that. For sure. So good luck, fellas. Mm-hmm. Dude, the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. It's, it's like, really good, hey? It's like yeah, it's really good. Hockey boner right now, man. It is. Uh... <laughs> it's true, though, man. Like, Oh, like yeah, you... it's lots of hockey. Like you had said earlier, there's been no sweeps. Yep, that's I love so, that. I love that. Possibly a uh, gentleman's sweep, they call it, coming up in the first series that we're we will shoot the shit on here, which is Boston and Florida. Mm-hmm. Boston leads the series three to one. After game two, so after game two, Florida beat him six three so i was Florida. thinking holy shit we got a we got ourselves a little bit of a series here nah. and then it was just boom four two bam six two and we're now three one we'll see games in game, florida correct yeah game is in it's florida in, correct no it's in no boston. it's in boston okay yeah they're winning the series you know what i mean but you yeah. want to know who i think has had a really good series is bert yes sir tyler bertuzzi i think he's top five in league scoring right now in the playoffs yeah like he just like everybody when he was with the wings like oh he's shit he's this he's that i'm like he didn't doesn't really he doesn't have that caliber around him to be to do what he does like just some of the little just like backhands that he just like passes right on the tape like he set someone up backdoor tapping i think it was Posternock. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, like, they're playing him up pass. and down the lineup. Like he's yeah. he's really, really like it. We all the Wings fans said this. Everyone who's a fan of Bertuzzi and Detroit, they knew that like he was built for the playoffs. Yeah. Like back in two thousand and 
16, 17, uh, when Calder Trophy was awarded to the, um, like, sorry, Calder Cup uh, for the AHL. Tyler Bertuzzi won the MVP of the AHL playoffs. So he's built for the playoffs. And it's so funny, like, even Dylan Larkin spoke about it. Just the way Bertuzzi plays is so, like, unkempt and, like, wild. Like, he skates around, his stick's flailing around. He runs into the corners and bangs a body. The next thing you know, he's making a... He's Boston style. I love he's, him. You know, he he likes to get into the mix like that, you know, kind of ruffle the feathers, and I, I like that style of hockey. It it wins games. Psychological edge, right? It's the playoffs. Yep. It's Exactly. I've said it a zillion times on here. It's the game within the game. <laughs> That's oh, exactly yeah. what it is. And he yeah, is elite when it comes to the game within the game. Yep. A big, big, big part of hockey is mental. Mm-hmm. And uh, to have the mental fortitude to win, who was in net there trying to drop the mitts with uh Linus Ulmark? Yeah, trying to go with Chucky there. Yeah, Matthew Kachuk would have been rocked, or at least I would have hoped so. I don't think he makes too many friends, uh, Matthew Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, in interviews, seems like a cool dude, but the reality is on the ice, he's just nobody likes him. He's skilled. Yeah, he was a Hart Trophy candidate. Uh, he's not going to win it, but um, he's just like really. <laughs> Well, I wonder who's getting the Hart Trophy. 156 points or 90 points? Yeah. <laughs> like True. Anyway. I, I do like the way he plays, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, so probably safe to say that the Bees are probably going to wrap that up tonight, being uh, yeah. Game 5 goes tonight. So, uh, next series, Leafs and Lightning. This has been... Okay. Before I say, I'm not shitting on the Leafs when I say this, okay? But we've been in this situation before. Yes, sir. Okay. So, first game one, Tampa Bay comes out, just lays the boots to Toronto, 7-3. Since then, though, the tables have turned a little bit. So, mm-hmm. Toronto turns around two days later on 420. <laughs> pumps, I mean, pumps the lightning, 7-2, gives it right back to them. Yeah. Game three rolls around. Toronto wins in overtime. Gets a, gets, gets a 4-3 win in mm-hmm. OT. Game four, Toronto wins in overtime again. Big comeback. Yep. What do you like? This series has been wild. They've been fighting. There's It's been physical. The fans are getting involved. Uh, this is just a knock them down drag them around kick dirt in their eyes while they're down it's it's you know what it it really is that kind of a series and it's um as i spoke to uh just prior to this um like having the mental fortitude to win this year really feels different for toronto because they're experiencing that mental fortitude they're they're winning games they shouldn't win instead of losing games they shouldn't lose uh they're they're really flipping the script uh big time on what they've done in past years that's led to um, mediocrity and no success in the playoffs. But the big factor here is, and honestly, it'll come back to this. They finally learned how to get their top guns rolling. Mm -hmm. Mitch Marner leads the playoffs right now with 10 points in four games over two points a game. Yeah. Austin Matthews had two goals last night. Yeah. Big and ones I too. think two assists as well. Like yeah. he's 
Big ones, big ones. I was watching that game. I want to say it was, yeah, it was the four to two goal. So um, the second goal Toronto scored in the or first one they scored in the third. Second goal they scored in the game. Beautiful play. Um, Nylander comes into the zone and he makes, and this is such a good play. My shout out to my dad who always loves it in game. Uh, a drop pass really yeah. creates time and space. Drop pass off the rush and then Marner just tic tac toe. Drop pass. Marner threw it right across and Matthews just wide open net. Vassy couldn't get across and Matthews. And then he got a drive by tip in. Yeah. All of a sudden it's a one goal game. And then I want to say two minutes after that with four and a half minutes left in the game, all of a sudden it's Morgan Riley. Who's been very clutch. This yes. playoffs last game too. Yep. Exactly. Scores off the face off. Same thing. Win the draw, put it on net and guess what? It worked. Then you get into overtime. Tampa takes a stupid penalty. Ends up in your net. It was yeah. very. I'll I'll say this. It was pretty close to a high stick watching the game. Yeah. Um, that was Kerfoot, I believe. Yep. Was it? I'll, uh, yeah. Mark Giordano got it at the point, and threw it on net. It was it was like such a funny shot. It wasn't even. Uh, well, he shot it for the tip clearly because he kind of he really floated it to the net, and just Kerfoot perfectly redirects it down under the under the blocker of Vasi and all of a sudden it's a three to one series four to one going into the third period mm-hmm. you know all the Toronto fans are gonna say it was four to one people remember the yeah. famous Toronto choke years ago um what did you think of the Stamkos Matthews Matthews got to shut him a little quicker there no well I mean Stamkos kind of was all over him I know, Matthews didn't really got... When a guy hits you in the face one time, it's time to drop a gloves. Like he's yeah, grabbing a hold he's, of you. He's like, got you his I mean? his got gloves are glued him, to his hands. He was already starting to grab everybody's shit off the ice. He had two sticks in his hand. He was starting to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Austin, well, the thing I, is, listen, Matthews I is admire six. the fact that he kind of fought back against him. You know what I mean? But man, when you yeah. get punched in the face, Austin, you got to shed him, baby. Get Dude, rid of him. Yeah, Matthews. Whatever. He's not. He's 6'3", 220 pounds, and there's a guy who's 5'11", or 6' foot and 185 trying to fight him. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, no, don't hit me. Fight him, man. Yeah, so dude, right dude, Stamkos, there, that... was, Stamkos was mad. I know, but they were pissed because that was the play with Braden Point, right? Where he like went into the boards like neck dude, first. Dude, poor Braden Point, man. That guy has the worst luck in playoffs. Mm. He always gets hurt. Yeah, Matthews, though, man, but... uh. Like I said, everybody, everybody but, was still chirping, but I'm like, hey, at least he tried to stand up for himself that time. I admire that. I will say this. If this series uh, extends anywhere past the next game, I don't want to be a Toronto fan because here's the thing. I think if Toronto wants to win this series, I think the only way, and I'll say this, Leafs fans, obviously this is just my opinion, but the only way Toronto wins this series is this next game. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the bunting hit? I'm not done talking about that. Sorry, this. man. Let me just... I right, just but I know, I'm, I'm saying... <laughs> the thing is, if it extends past this next game, right? Let's say they lose. Now it's a 3-2 to two series. Doubt starts to creep back in your mind. You're no longer riding that high. Then you start to say, oh, no, not again, not again. When that happens, it will happen again. <laughs> You're going to manifest it on your own, Toronto, just... Don't think about it. Go in there and rail these guys in a game five. You're up three to one. You should win this series. 
anything else and it's a failure. Like, come on, it's if here's another factor the clutchness of Tampa when it extends past a five game series, you're going to start to grip your stick a little tighter because of the fact now Vasilevsky is in net. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been that great so far, but if you get into game six or game seven, oh, he's going to be lights out. Mm-hmm. You better hope Samsonov's lights out, which he has been at times, but uh, which is why also if it goes to overtime, guys like Braden Point will step it up. I He's fine, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, he played. So, uh, But anyway, you're talking about the bunting hit. Michael Bunting? Nazem Bunting. Dude, the guy. <laughs> okay, listen. Last year, played with the two best line mates in the league, aside from McDavid and Dreisaitl. Had like mm, close to 60 points or 60-something points, I want to say. Let's be real. Michael Bunting is a third liner who has the tools to play with better players. Mm-hmm. He's also very stupid. <laughs> very stupid. Like, I don't even know what he was thinking on that hit. The guy literally got rid of the puck, and he jumps backwards and leaves his feet. Mm-hmm. Just hits him right in the face. What are you trauma. doing? I, I'd, I'd leave him out. Look how you've done since. You know who's better won, than him? You know who's better than him? The that college nice guy they signed. That Matthew Nice. Yeah, he's nasty. He's putting up points. Matthew Nice. He looks great. I'll say this. So I'm obviously being a Wings fan. I watched um uh I watched a lot of the prospects games where their respective leagues are. So um the one a couple of Wings players or prospects for that matter are on the uh were on the uh University of Denver team mm-hmm. who won last year. Uh, I watched them in the Frozen Four face off against this nice kid. And, oh, boy, you want to talk about a guy who was nasty in college. Yeah. He's unbelievable. University of Minnesota. It's always those guys. They come from the University of Minnesota or Michigan, and they're just they're just nasty. Like, they have good programs there for developing um, players. Uh, Matthew Nice, you got a good one there. Yeah. And I think, I think honestly, Bunting, his contract's up this year. See you later. Yeah, but someone else overpay for a guy who's not that good. He's a fucking hothead, though. That's what I mean. He costs his team a lot. Yeah, well, the the problem is he's a hothead, but he's not even that tough to do anything about it. No, I know. Tom Wilson's a hothead because he'll beat the crap out of whoever comes at him. I just mean that he does shit to just cost his team. Like, he's always in the penalty box and shit over dumb stuff. So that's that's all I mean. stupid. I'd take Kadri Kadri over him any day of the week. Any day of the week. Leafs fans? I'm going to say, I think you're going to do it. I think you're going to get through the lightning. I, but as I well as this. Gonna, I think it's going to happen. I don't know when. <laughs> Hopefully, for for your sake, it's it'll be you done. Look back well, to one this, of the first. This, look, these guys have game five going Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So, so you look back to one of the trades. I, I just mentioned um, Nazem Kadri. One of the first trades in his tenure, Kyle Dubas, mm-hmm. I believe. Could be wrong here, but I want to say that was one of his first trades. Sends away Kadri. And he got back Alex Kerfoot and mm-hmm. Tyson Berry. Berry since yeah. moved away. But who scored that goal? Mm-hmm. For Alex sure. Alex Kerfoot. For sure. So Kyle Dubas, does he keep his job? 
I think this warrants a yes. Even if they do lose this series, I don't think it's on him. If they lose this series, which I don't think they will, I'll be completely honest. I think they have the strength to close it out. But if they lose this series, they have to take a serious look at rekindling their core and fire the coach. Because mm-hmm. I honestly think this is a team that's fueled by their own emotion right now and uh, their own drive to win and their talent. It doesn't take a coach to coach this team, let me tell you. For sure. They're, they're, they got good chemistry. And Kyle Dubas, he picked up all the right pieces. Noel Achari, like all these bottom six guys. Ryan O'Reilly, who's been fantastic mm-hmm. for them. Mark Giordano, who he picked up on a minimum salary contract. Like all these guys are just like, He's built Toronto the right way. And I think this year they can make some noise in the playoffs, whether that extends past the first round. Uh, I don't know. Cause they're probably gonna have to face Boston. That's so, okay. Though. One series at a time. Yeah. But anyhow, what's the next series? Next series. We got Carolina and the Islanders. Uh, Carolina is just taking yeah, they're, over. They're man. nasty. They're actually so good. Like, dude, they're, they're whole. Now, there's the opposite. They're the opposite of Toronto. Mm-hmm. They have less of the star power because they're missing Andrei Svechnikov. Sebastian Ajo is much more two-way player than he is a 120-point guy. Mm-hmm. They just lost Tara Vinen as well, and they're still winning games. You know why? Because they got Rod the Bod behind the bench. Yeah, I like him as a coach. Fantastic coach. You know why? They're always successful. I'm telling you, you could put out an AHL squad and they're squeaking into the playoffs. I just love the way he coaches. He does it the right way. Same with Colorado's coach, um, Jared Bednar. Like, yeah. same thing. Just very good structured coaches. Their defense knows how to cover the goaltender. They play a good penalty kill. Like, everything about their systems and their their special teams as well. I think their power play is the best in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Next to, of course, Edmonton. Edmonton yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to say, I'm going to definitely say Carolina is going to wrap this one up. Yeah, so Carolina has the fifth best power play, but the number one penalty kill at 92%. Yeah, that's nasty. And, they, and they're on, they'll be on home ice too. Yeah, they're, it's five, over. So. Sorry, New York. Like, Islanders just start to rebuild. You're a bunch of old guys. Although signing Bo Horvat, oh, does that look like a stinker? He's been invisible. Scored one goal only, the other day in a 5-2 loss. Like I think he's only got seven goals since he's been there or something. To be fair, he played, what, 30 games there? So that's still bad for his self. But, yeah, here's the problem. They paid Bo Horvat for a career year. And I'm saying this, he's never surpassing the goal amount he got this year. No. He's good, but he's not your one seat. I'm happy they part about... Yeah, I'm happy they paid Barzell what they did because Barzell's worth that. He's got that skill, even though he hasn't had the numbers yet. Yeah. Matthew Barzell gets a different coach, in which I, didn't, I think this new coach will do that. I can't think of his name. I wanted the Wings to sign him. Uh, it's a different name. It'll come to me, but I had one in the Wings <laughs> to sign him. He's a former Detroit Red Wing, uh, the new head coach of the Islanders, uh, and I think he's done a fantastic job with a poor team. Mm-hmm. Uh, their goaltending kind of carries them. Ilya Sorokin. It's kind of been out, left out to dry, though, this series. Uh, yeah, so Carolina, they're looking hot. Uh, look for them to go on a deep run, possibly. Boom. Devils or Angels? 
So actually, aside from the Stars Minnesota, which I'll cheer for the Stars in the playoffs. Um, this has been my favorite series to watch mm-hmm. uh, because it's very um, up and down play. Even though the games have been relatively low scoring uh, as of late. Besides, well, not the first two. The first two were five-one Ranger wins. Right, I said as of late. Yeah, but Tristan, you want to fucking, you want to go? <laughs> Listen, bro, it, you gotta read the fine print, okay? I know the, the first games are blowouts. It's the but... playoffs, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, but they... the last two games have been two to one. Yes. So, actually, three to one. Two to one. Oh, right. Sorry, they had that empty then... netter last night. <laughs> Whatever. I, I'll say this, though, the 2-1 to one OT win, that was awesome. I couldn't help but cheer. I don't even like the Devils or anything. I'm just like, like I don't well, I mean, I have the Devils going to the finals in my bracket. Bit of a hot take, whatever, but, hey, man, when I saw them down 2 nothing, I'm like, well, my bracket's about to be toast, but they won two games in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Two in a row in the hardest, like the loudest arena in the NHL. Yeah, the craziest part, too, is, both teams have beat each other in each other's ranks. Yeah. <laughs> like they're 0-2 oh, yeah. at home, both of them, which is nuts. You, that's kind of rare. I said Devils in seven because they're going to have that homeless advantage. We'll see. But I just like their running gun style. Uh, and now guess what? They got a goalie to back them up. Mm-hmm. Rookie goaltender Akira Schmid, six foot five unit, barely moves in the net, but he takes it all up. Oh, boy, is he good. So you picked New Jersey in seven? Yeah, I picked New Jersey in seven over the Rangers. And I'm liking that as of right now. I like the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers are structured well. They got a lot of veterans they brought in. I'm going them in seven. Fuck it. Rangers in seven. Okay. Respectable. New Jersey. In New Jersey. In New Jersey. I don't know. I don't know if Jack Hughes will allow that. Jack Hughes has been pretty good. Yeah, definitely. He's really good. Oh, and you know what else is really good? Jesper Bratt. Oh, my gosh. He's a speed demon. He should be in the fastest skater every year. He's in overtime. Buzzes into the zone on his own. And, like, it was awesome because he, like, he fanned on a pass, but it actually worked out because it drew a defender away. Mm. And then he spun around. And found Dougie Hamilton. And Hamilton just ripped it over the glove. Like, like Shosturkin wasn't even going to get it. It just was like clean over his glove, barring in. And he's like, okay, well, that's the game. Mm-hmm. Then game two, the, uh, what's his name there? Uh, he's Indian and um, Finnish. Uh, Jonas Siegenthaler. Or is it Swedish? Yeah, I like how, <laughs> yeah, that name was right. Was really I, he's, he's in, he's in, I believe, yeah, he's, He's Indian Swedish or something like oh, that. I just can't believe you re- remembered his name. Oh, he had a nice shot. Well, I remember because it was um, was it? No, it was Nico Hischier. Hischier came down the right wing, made a beautiful sauce pass right on the tape, and then it was under the glove and elbow, like you know, between the glove and the pad, like the honey hole right yeah. there, and it was ting barring in, and that was the two to one goal, and then empty netter, game's all done, like. The Devils, man, they're good, and they got that Akira Schmid in net who's got a .91 goals against average and a save percentage of 966. That's it. <laughs> Holy smokes. What a bum. <laughs> All right, we're out west now, right? 
we're going out west. Avs and Kraken, which the series is kind of surprised me a little bit. Yeah, no, I Colorado but man. No Landy with Colorado, right? He's out for the playoffs, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, but it looked like so at first the Kraken win game one three one, right. And then, so Colorado wins 3-2, 6-4 in games two and three. So it looked like the series was swinging in favor of of the Avs, right? Mm-hmm. And then last night, they just they ended up in freaking overtime and then just... Power play. Well, here's, power here's play. another thing. I'll say this. If you're in... If you're in the playoffs, the referees, and this is, this is where it's been kind of... Mm, for me, what I don't like... It must be, it's got to be an absolute atrocity for you to call a penalty in overtime. Because mm-hmm. you're literally changing series. Like two games in Tampa, Toronto won both games on a power play. I understand one of them was, I think one of them was a trip. I don't know, remember what the other one was, but like, come on, like, come on, like trips or like, let's say you throw a little bit of a late hit and no one's hurt. Just let those slide. Like, if two guys get their sticks tangled up and you trip over another, like, if the guy two hands you in the shins, okay. But, like, you get what I'm saying? Like, mm. you're really changing the outlook of series by doing that. And then, like, last night, Colorado controlled that whole game and they kind of blew their lead, go into overtime, and then it's... Or, no, sorry, they actually came back and tied that. I believe they did, yes. Yeah, sorry. It was, I think it was actually either 2-1 to one or 2 nothing, uh, and they came back and did tie it. Miko Rantanen, uh, and then they go to OT, and it's Jordan Eberle, mm-hmm. New York Islanders legend and Edmonton Oilers legend. Uh, yeah, he just picked up a loose puck and threw it in the open net. So I'm going abs and six. I bet you the, the next two, boom, boom. I believe that's what I had. Let me just check here. Okay, I had Colorado in five, so Seattle has definitely surprised me. Uh, mm. I thought their goaltending was going to get pumped, but Philip Grubauer, like his old self against his former team, so a bit of a revenge tour. Who knows? We'll see. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'll agree with you on that and say Colorado, and they win the next two. This is what I think will be – This is what I, which I think is probably your favorite series, which would be the Stars and Wild. Oh yeah, these teams match up pretty freaking good against each other. It's been it's um, been a good series. A lot of fans getting up in arms about this series. I believe this was the first overtime game of the playoffs. Was their game one where it went double OT, mm-hmm. which ended up in a Minnesota win. Yep. Um, a couple nights later, they play Dallas routes them seven three, just beat down. Next game, they turn around. Game three, Minnesota beats them 5-1. So, mm-hmm. routing right the other way. Game four rolls around, which was I believe was played on Sunday. Yeah, I watched that 3-2. Yeah. 3-2. Wow. I'll say this. Jake Ottinger stole that game. Dallas should not have won that hockey game. It was. I'll say that. I'll be completely honest. It was a BS penalty that was called that Tyler Sagan scored the game winner on in the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And... It's that's being completely honest. Minnesota had all the momentum and that killed it, especially with the late goal. And then Otter, Otter props to him though. Holy smokes. He made a save at the end, wide open net, dove across with his glove. Like 
he's just a fantastic goalie. That's why them I picked them to win the Stanley Cup. I think from top to bottom, they're the most well built. They picked mm-hmm. up some good depth. Max Domi's their third line center now. Who knows? Uh, but what about Rope Hints? He's having a great playoffs hat trick. I think I believe he has the only playoff hat trick right now. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong, but I believe uh, so. No, Johnny T. Oh yeah, that's right. But what's his name had the uh, what? What's it called? The uh, Mario Lemieux hat trick. He had a shorty or five on five and a power yeah. play. Yeah, I've seen that. That's awesome. Talk about a complete hockey player, eh? Listen mm. up, Selkie Trophy voters. <laughs> have a look at Rope Hints. Good centerman. Yeah. yeah, I have the Stars in six in that series. I I'm have. I'm gonna say Stars, but it's I think it's gonna go seven. I don't like game sevens. No, I got too many PTSDs of game sevens in Dallas and <laughs> Pat about, uh What did you think of the Dumba hit? Oh, I hate Matt Dumba. We're not. I don't want to go there because. I, I I lit into a guy the other day on Reddit because he's like, hey, how about Detroit signs Matt Dumba? I'm like, no. what are you smoking? If you think Steve Eisman's going to dr- like sign a guy who kneels on the national anthem, yeah, goes around there hitting people, is always a late hit. He literally beat up Lucas Raymond last year. If no one remembers that, he like split his head on the ice. Like, yeah. I, I can't stand the guy. Matt Dumba, he's a bum. He's a bum. He's a good hockey player, but he's a bum. <laughs> yeah, that was a greasy hit. Oh, we didn't even talk about the fact that Kale McCarr did a stupid move and uh he might be getting some games. Yeah, he, actually he here. Here I'll uh what I'll do is we'll show we'll show it to the viewers here. Okay. Yeah, so for anyone who's listening, uh we're just gonna be displaying last night. Uh there was a late hit thrown. Jared McCann got away on a clean breakaway. Uh it was saved, puck went to the opposite corner. But as McCann was skating around, uh, Kill McCarr decided to lay a blindside late hit on him, and McCann looks to be out for some time. Uh, for anyone who's watching, uh, we'll display it now. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, so what a what a feed too. Coming in here, nice save. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking on that. Like that was definitely the, the puck's later. nowhere near the play. He just I don't know. Maybe he didn't hear a whistle. So he thought, oh, McCann still has the puck. I don't know. But there was no effort in McCann's skating, so he should have known, like, oh. At first, like, even though, yeah, it was kind of grimy what he did and everything, but at first, like, the hit didn't look, like, crazy bad. But he pushed him. The thing was, McCann was almost at rest. Do you get what I'm saying? He didn't have the puck, so he's not expecting to get Yeah, his body probably jerked and twisted around and... Here, we're going to get a better view of it right here for everybody watching us on YouTube. Yeah, so see the shot goes oh, high, shot high wide, and then McCarr just blasts him for no reason. You want to know left. one thing, too, that I'm kind of wondering? Oh, no, that was, that was a blast. big hit. Yeah. Yeah. Off the ice, too. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's definitely going to see some time off here. But, like, here's the one thing that, that I want to ask you is, how is there no response on that? To be fair, I think a lot of the guys might have been going on a line change. Buck was in deep. Um, but this guy I'm, stayed in the game, right? Kale McCarr, right? Stayed in the game. I, I didn't. Why I didn't stay up to watch the game? That was the late yeah, game. That's what uh, I mean. I don't think he got tossed. That was. I, I think he might have got a either a double minor or a major. I'm not sure, but um, you know what? That's reminiscent of uh, anyone who's listening will remember this. Uh, 
London Knights head coach now, but um, Dale Hunter, uh, you might remember this ant. You would have been Peter, younger watching. Pierre Turgeon? Yeah. That's what that's reminiscent of. Guy skating up the half wall and just blasts him. Obviously, the, that one was a lot more violent. Uh, really messed up Turgeon, unfortunately. But, All he got um, was a interference penalty. Wow, okay. But yeah, like, I'll never forget, though, the best part of that whole thing when Dale Hunter hit Pierre Turgeon is big Rich Pilau comes off the bench from the Islanders, and like you said, someone's got to be there. He just absolutely skated from the bench and blasted Dale Hunter into next week. It was awesome. Like, Dale Hunter's standing there, and all he sees Rich Pilau come in, boom, like, you know when the guy goes horizontal, and yeah. then, like, your neck and back hit that crease in the boards and the ice? Ooh. Like, it was it was a perfect crunch. Like, there you go, buddy. Wake up and smell the roses. <laughs> but anyway, uh, someone should have been there, like you said, uh, for McCann in that situation. Yeah. Oh, they got big Jamie Alexiak on that team. Yeah, something's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Um, okay, we got two more series here real quick to touch on. Vegas is just being Vegas, man. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't trust their goaltending, but I know. But the thing is, though, is like I look at a three-one series lead. So Winnipeg, everything started good. They had a five-one win in game one. Game two rolled around. Vegas evened up the series. Five-two win in game two, which um, game three rolls around. Vegas double o. And then game four, Vegas beats him 4-2. So now they lead the series 3-1. to one. Eichel looks pretty good right now, though. Eichel he does. Fucking, I have, you know, I have I've been watching. I don't know if I'll still stick with this, but I on my original bracket, I did have the um, Jets in seven. So, mm-hmm. If they want to win, they have to do that now. But I, I believe in, I want to believe in Connor Hellebuck and some of their other players. But it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it seems to never go right for Winnipeg. You know, like they have a good team and they've gone through a couple head coaches, and it's just it doesn't really work out for them. And it's, it's sad because it's got a good goalie, they got good centermen, they got Blake Wheeler, Mark Shifley, like Nick yeah. Ehlers, Kyle Connor, like all this talent up front. Good defense. Josh Morrissey had a career year. Neil Pionk, like, yeah, I don't know. And Vegas is just these old guys who know how to win. So, <laughs> like, they still got Phil Kessel, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm gonna go. Uh, I I don't think Winnipeg's gonna go too easy next game, but I'm I'm thinking though I'm I'm gonna go Vegas in six games. So they went on the road. Yeah. Fair enough. What do you think? I'll, I don't know. I I don't want to be that guy who flip-flops, so I'll stick to my guns and say Winnipeg in seven. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll eat that one. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, um, man, if they're going to win the series, they've got to win it in seven, and that's what I wrote down. So This one, this next series and last series here that we have to talk about is honestly one of my favorite ones. Really? The LA. I mean, Edmonton. they play at like ten thirty at night. I'm like, I know, but the thing is, though, is I'm a night owl, so for yeah, me, I guess I I kind of am to myself. Like I'll have it in the background, but I'm not as focused on it. But. Yeah. Oh man, it's been so good. So first game, LA 
Bam, 4-3 OT win. Next game, Edmonton. They come back. They win 4-2. Yep. Game three rolls around, goes into overtime again. LA wins again in OT. Next game rolls around. I believe Edmonton was down big, weren't they? They were down 4 nothing. Yeah. Edmonton was down 4 nothing. comes back, wins it 5-4 in OT. I believe which was a Zach Hyman OT win. For sure, they were down. They were down three nothing. My bad. After the first. Either way, you're coming back from three, four goals down. You win it in overtime. It was that was a Zach Hyman, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So, so the funny thing is, I did watch that game, uh, and um, I was watching the broadcast, and it's um, obviously like Ron McLean and his panel and stuff, and Derek Lalonde, who's Mm -hmm. on there, the Red Wings head coach. Uh, He's one of the guests speakers and uh kevin bieksa i love kevin bieksa he's awesome he's like really good uh with announcing and stuff like that yeah. and his is assessments and opinions so when they do they're like who you got no t right it was awesome because they're all saying their prediction then kevin bieksa is like uh i'll take for la i think i'll take uh victor arvidsson he's always in the mix and then he goes and you know, for Edmonton, I'm going to say Zach Hyman breaks through. <laughs> and the best part is, literally in that OT, Victor Arvidsson hit the crossbar, almost scored, and then Hyman was the one to score it for the winner. So I was like, well, Kevin Bieksa knows what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, wow. He read the script, eh? But, mm-hmm. um, no, he's Zach Hyman. Good for him. Like, it was a – I don't even know how he scored it. Like, he – Corpus Allo must have been off his angle. It was a rip. Yeah. Like, it looked like the puck went through him. It just was in the net. Like, it was like Corpus Allo wasn't even there, and he was in warm-ups. But, and it was in L.A. too. So, mm-hmm. Edmonton heading back home. I'm going to say Edmonton in seven, though. Mm-hmm. I like him in seven. I don't know. Yeah, Edmonton's such a streaky team. If they get hot, I don't know, they could win the next eight games of the playoffs. And then get swept. So, like, you don't know. They're very streaky, especially with their goaltending. I think they're going to start Jack Campbell next game. I would assume so. Because he actually got put in in that last game. Mm-hmm. It was 3-0 after the first. And then uh, Jack Campbell, obviously by technicality, uh, had a shutout. I think he made 22 of 22 saves. So, hey. Play I'll take that in. Yeah. Or no, sir, he didn't have a shutout. He didn't. He had 21 of 22. That's right. So, though, it's a pretty fucking good game. Oh, yeah, I know. Props to Jock, Jock Campbell. There we go. Jack Campbell, uh, he's had a really good year. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say Edmonton in six. I had Edmonton in five. I didn't think L.A. was going to make any hooter oh, holler. They, get, they got rid of quick. And... You're going in six games, huh? Yeah, I'll say in six because I got to stick to closest to my prediction, so. And boom. Yep. There it is. All the first round. Is there anything else that you want to shoot the shit on? Or are you we touched on a lot there? Yeah, I suppose. Um, I, I do want to just briefly mention uh some of the leading scores. Get into this here. So as of right now, the top five. Well, we'll go top three because there's about seven guys tied for the fifth spot. Um, Mitchell Marnderson for his 10 points. Leon Dreisaitl having a great job carrying that team with Mick Guy disappear in the playoffs. 
<laughs> Two power play goals and a minus one. I mean, come on, yeah. guy. Like, mm, let's wake up here. Uh, Rope hints. Stellar. Stellar. Very good. And then, uh, obviously, there's a few guys tied there. Matthews, Taylor Hall, Ryan, Ryan O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Pick up. And Evan Bouchard, Edmonton's top D-man. You know who's actually kind of bad as a D-man? I'm going to be completely honest. Darnell Nurse. Yeah, but they've been putting him with uh, Eckholm. I think that's helped him out a little bit. Yeah, or made Eckholm. Yeah, I guess so. Eckholm's good. I think it's going to make him. I don't think it's going to make Eckholm worse. No. Because he's still going to play. I think it's going to make Nurse better having Eckholm with him. Yeah, I remember watching Darnell Nurse growing up playing for Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds uh, versus the Windsor Spitfires at the Memorial Cup. He was good in junior. I don't know about now. They pay him like nine something nine, million. 9.5 or something. Yeah, like what the are you doing? Contract. The guy stinks. He's a one-dimensional player. He's, I'm on the power play, and I can pass to the best shooter in the league. Okay, name one guy who can't do that. Me, maybe Patrick, Maroon. <laughs> maybe Patrick Maroon, but hey, me. <laughs> I don't. It boggles my Apparently mind. Apparently, too, some of the some of the word too that's going around the NHL is guys are getting kind of pissed with the mics because they say that some of the mics are getting pretty close because they're apparently some shit got out on live TV. Yeah, guys like chirping at each other, and they just think that like they shouldn't have the mics so close. Well, yeah, that was um. Who was it? Brandon Hagel. Yeah, him Brandon and Hagel was chirping. He's like, buddy. He was tell- he was telling someone they were irrelevant. Yeah. Oh, who was it? He's like, he's irrelevant. No, he was after Maroon. I want to say. I think it was Maroon. That the guy was saying something about, and then Hagel's like, he's won the cup three times. What have you done? Yeah, exactly. Or something like that. But yeah. Pretty crazy. Anything else you got, dude, or what? I think that's that's pretty much it. Woo. Oh, there was there was a not another um hot mic. I'm not gonna say what was said, but I, I it was presumed that another guy was talking about another guy's wife, and he yeah, that's he, the one I was talking about. Yeah, he really leaned to him. Like, I get it. There's like, obviously, people are gonna say stuff, but like, it's a hockey game. Yeah, no, you get mad. Talk about say... how shit a guy is, or how shit is like exactly looks, or how you don't have to talk about his like, dude. Uh, yeah, that's who it was. Oh, and I and I remember I looked up his family, and he's like got the most wholesome family ever. So what the guy said about his wife didn't even apply. Yeah. And I'm like, buddy, you're just searching for stuff. Just, Maybe give your head a shake and come yeah. up with something better than talking about his wife. Like, no, he's asking to get a shot in the lips is what he's asking. That's oh, all. Yeah, that, that's, all that's what would happen. He'd get his face closed. And it's always from the safety of the bench. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to lean over and chirp you here because I know I'm not going to get a shift against you. Like, it's stupid. Yeah, man, if I was a coach just hearing that, I'd make them. I would make it to where they were out on the ice together. Here, oh, you yeah. want to pop your lips? Exactly. Go out yeah. there and pop your lips to his face then. That's yeah, exactly. a, yep, yep. And then he'd get the whole like, it's always, and it, You know what I hate? It's always the guys you know would get the crap beaten out of them. Yeah, it's always the guys who don't fight. Yep. And you know, just they sure. love to talk that way and run that's their mouth. You, that's why you got to make them answer the bell once in a while. Yep. You want to yeah, talk? Let's go. Yeah, exactly. But 
on that note, everybody, enjoy. Oh, too, before we go, big shout out to our last interview. Mr. Chartran. Yes. Thank you for your time, buddy. Yeah, thank you, John. I, I hope everybody up there, Moortown Way, hopefully everybody enjoyed the interview. Um, hopefully we can get in there and maybe do a locker room series. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it would be cool. So you guys yeah, haven't heard we, the last we try of to us remain neutral. Like, yeah, for sure. You guys yeah. haven't heard the last of us up there. Let's put it that way. So <laughs> oh, boy. That could go so, one of two ways. but In a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, until the hockey starts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's joking. all fun and games. Still I'm just we're on joking. The ice, we, but... we love you more, town. Okay, so yeah, yeah. everybody enjoy. Until next episode, Aunt Tristan, we're out of here. See yep. ya. Peace.